We're reading together from God's Word again this evening in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. We're in this chapter last week, and we just want to continue as the Lord leads us in this portion of Scripture this evening, the 40th chapter of Isaiah. We're reading some words from verse 18. It's down the chapter. Isaiah 40, verse 18. To whom then will ye liken God, or what likeness will ye compare unto him? The workman melteth a graven image, and the goldsmith spreadeth it over with gold, and casteth silver chains. He that is so impoverished, that he hath no oblation, chooseth a tree that will not rot. He seeketh unto him a cunning workman to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved. Have ye not known, have ye not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have ye not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth. The inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. It bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stock shall not take root in the earth, and he also shall blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will ye liken me, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who hath created these things, that bringeth out their hosts by number. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might. For that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. To them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Amen. And we know that God will... Bless the reading of his precious word uh, to our hearts. We're thinking about uh, these verses uh, last week, and, and especially looking at the text there in verse 31. The day that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God's answer to our weakness. And you cannot read the context here without being made aware of the weakness that we have as believers in Christ. And we are all conscious of that weakness in our day-to-day experience with the Lord. The times that we faint, the times that we falter, the many times that we fall, as well. 
And how vital it is that we know the strength of the Lord. And so we were thinking last week about those words, they that wait upon the Lord. We're thinking about supplication and the importance of prayer in our Christian lives and how vital that is. And the fact that we're here tonight or linked into this meeting tonight listening in indicates that we know how much we value prayer. And we know how vital prayer is for all of us. And then, of course, we thought secondly last week about they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And, of course, we need that strength renewed. And that that is so vital again uh, to our going on with God and to our service for the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we come tonight to further part of the verse here as we conclude this uh, study. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And we're thinking tonight about the soaring. Mounting up with wings as eagles. Soaring like the eagle. What a sight to behold. Maybe you've had the privilege of viewing the eagle in its flight. Maybe you look in on programs that show the eagle. And what a magnificent sight that is. The eagle in flight, soaring into the heavenlies above the earth as it spreads its wings, as it takes its flight. It is something majestic. It is a magnificent sight. Of course, nature is so wonderful anyway. As we think about it in God's creation and all of God's creatures too. And of course, the eagle is one of them. The hymn writer penned the words, Lift us, Lord, O lift us higher from the carnal mind set free. Fill us with refining fire. Give us perfect liberty. And oh, that tonight we might be lifted above this world, above its affections and lusts, that we might be brought onto that higher plane with God. That we might set our affections or our mind, as it is in Scripture, upon things above and not on things of this earth. Colossians 3 and 2. You know, it's so easy to be taken up with the things of time and sense to the detriment of our communion and, and our fellowship with the Lord. And we all, to some degree and measure each day of our lives, are, are taken up with very legitimate things in our day-to-day -day lives, in our homes, in our families, in the workplace, in so many aspects of our lives. But how important it is that we do not lose out as far as our communion and fellowship with God is concerned. I was reading on one occasion a story of a man who was a mayor in a great city in the United States of America. And he was involved in this banquet. And the banquet coincided with 
the time when he would normally have got alone with God and sought the Lord. And so he was there at the banquet. But for a period, in the midst of the banquet, other things were going on. He slipped out so that he would not miss that private time of communion with God, so that he would have his time of fellowship with God. And how vital it is, folks, that in the midst of the busy busy schedule of life that we have, perhaps some to a greater degree than others here tonight are listening tonight, but nevertheless we can be taken up with so many things and lose out with that time of fellowship with God. But you know, that is a time when our strength is renewed or changed, if you like, or exchanged as taking off old clothing and putting on new. We exchange our weakness for his power. It's an interesting portion there. In 2 Corinthians 12, we'll not read all the verses, but we commend it to you. Chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians. And Paul, of course, had weakness like the rest of us. In fact, he had a thorn in the flesh. And you may have read that portion many times, as I have. And of course, when you go down it, you discover in verse 7 of the portion, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7, lest I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of the revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this I besought the Lord thrice, verse 8, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. Listen, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And brethren and sisters, in Christ tonight, it is the power of Christ that we need. That God's strength would be made perfect in our weakness. And as we wait upon the Lord, God enables us to soar when there is a crisis. To soar into those heavenly places, spiritually speaking, with the Lord. Ephesians 2 verse 6, Paul said, And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The place that the eagle soars to, the heavenly. And we need to soar there in the spiritual sense. His strength imparted to us enables us to do this. The power displayed by the eagle as it spreads its wings. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and the verse 11, 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy. And the verse 11, listen to these words of Scripture. Deuteronomy 32, 
Verse 11, as, the eagle, as an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them and beareth them on her wings. It's a very significant verse in Scripture, and it's relevant to what we are looking at here in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. The spreading of the eagle's wings. The spreading of the eagle's wings. The stirring of the eagle, the stirring of the nest, and the protection of the eagle's young by her great wings. And so the Lord empowers us to rise up from earth. Moses uses the image of the eagle to illustrate God's care for his people. Look down there again at Deuteronomy 32, verses 12 to 13. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of his fields. He made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. You know, at a certain stage in the lives of the young, the eagle, the parents of the young, destroy the nest. They stir the nest. And again, maybe you have seen this in programs that you may have watched. It's very interesting, very intriguing. Indeed, all part of a wonderful course of nature. And they force the young to fly. And to make sure the young don't fall, the adult birds stay close to the young as they try their wings flying beneath them and even carrying them in their strong claws. Again, what a, what a beautiful picture that is. And of course, it's a picture of how the Lord cares for us and how the Lord would have us to soar into heavenly places with him. It's a difficult process of maturity, isn't it? That God puts us all through that we might fly into heavenly places, that we might depend upon him and that we might know the help of God so that we rise above earth, above the things that are of time and sense, and we soar into those heavenly places with the Lord. It's a wonderful picture tonight of the eagle. And may the Lord help us in our lives to mount up with wings as eagles in our Christian life and experience. But then there's something else here. As we look at this verse, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. There's stamina here. Stamina. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God will cause us by the renewing of our strength to run when the challenges are many. There's the image of the race. 
In Hebrews 12, the Apostle Paul, writing here, he said this, Hebrews chapter 12, and listen to the words of verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, verse 2, the author and finisher of our faith. Running and not being weary. That's not a natural thing. When you run, you get weary. Even though you're very athletic. Not like me. But we all get weary in the Christian race too. Some of us may be at the point of collapse after a very, very short distance. Like me running from the door of the church to the car to avoid the rain tonight. I'd be out of breath. Some of you are very more athletic than I am. Would not be out of breath. But as we run the Christian race, with the strength of the Lord, we will not be weary, the Lord says, because the Lord gives strength to us to run with patience the race that is set before us, to run, as Paul says in another place, to obtain the prize, to run, as again he says, to obtain. And again, as he says to the Philippians, to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Folks, we're we're in the Christian race. We're running that race for God. And some of us have been running it for a long time. From the moment of our conversion. And we're continuing in that race. We're continuing to run the race for God. They shall run and not be weary. And then it says, they shall walk and not faint. The Lord causes us to walk faithfully in the day-by-day demands of life. It's much harder to walk in the ordinary pressures of life than to fly like an eagle in the time of crisis. William Carey, the father of modern missions, said, I can plod. I can plod. And he went on to say, this is my only genius. I can persevere in any definite pursuit To this I owe everything. William Carey was a plodder. He was known as a plodder. And God has called us to plod, to walk, to continue, taking each step at a time as the Lord leads us. And the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. I don't know many how steps you've done today. Maybe you've got it on your phone. I'm afraid to look at mine. I've done so many. But you know, seriously, each step we take, we know the Lord will guide us. And the greatest heroes of faith are not always those who seem to be soaring. Often it's those who are patiently plodding. 
going on with God. We have them in our congregations. And we're thankful to the Lord for them. And maybe you're tonight saying, well, I'm just a plodder. Well, the Lord wants us to walk and not faint. Enoch walked with God. And the Lord wants us to walk before the world. That the world will take knowledge of us that we have been with Jesus. The Lord wants us to keep on walking. As we wait upon the Lord, he enables us not only to fly higher and run faster, but also to walk longer. Blessed are the plotters, for they eventually arrive at their destination, enduring to the end. Keep on going for God. He that endureth to the end shall be saved. And so, brother and sister, tonight, keep on walking with God. Keep on going on with God. Continue. And in our weakness, he supplies his strength. Paul said this, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. May his strength be made perfect in our weakness tonight. Here is God's answer to our weakness. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. May the Lord bless these thoughts from his word. I trust they will be of help to you tonight and this week as we continue on in our Christian lives. We want to come to prayer and to seek the Lord for his work here. And remember the children's work. I know it's about to begin again, the, the, the Wednesday night meeting and Sunday school already started. So remember the work of God there among the children and those who are involved leading it and working in it. Pray that God will work to the salvation of souls. So remember that, especially remember the harvest this weekend and the Lord's Day coming. Pray that God will work, bring in souls who need the Lord and strangers into the congregation this coming weekend. Pray for Reverend Dean. Continue to remember him. He's gradually improving, but you know, with injuries like that, there'll be good days and bad days and ups and downs. A lot of pain still. And so anybody who suffered maybe even something similar just knows what he would be going through at present. So do please remember the Lord's servant. He's appreciative of your prayers and your messages to him and your support at this time. Remember our brother, uh, Sir Osborne, who's taken into hospital and uh, is in the Ulster. Do remember him. We were able to visit him today, or yesterday, sorry. So do remember him in your prayers that the Lord will cause him to recover. And others that need our prayers at this time, that the Lord will answer prayer for them. And do remember the missions going on in different places too. And we heard of the mission that Reverend McRae had up in Kilkeel there. We heard of at least one person that
sought the Lord at that mission. And so do pray on for God working across our land and across the world, the various needs of our missionaries as well. So let's seek the Lord, just as the Lord leads us tonight. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. We thank thee for this time that we've been able to come into your presence tonight in the place of prayer. We thank thee for thy people who have come tonight or linked into this prayer meeting, and we pray that you'll bless each one, and we pray that you'll encourage each heart. Lord, let us know those who have particular needs tonight, even those who, because of circumstances of work or uh, not feeding well or other family situations, cannot be here in person tonight. Lord, we pray that thou wouldst bless all such. And we pray, Father, that they may know the Lord's help at this time. Especially remember Reverend Dean. We pray that thou will continue to cause him to recover. And we pray that in weeks ahead he will be able to take up his ministry again. We pray that you'll help him just to uh, bide his time to recover fully. And grant, Lord, that he may know that strength renewed, released from pain and discomfort and full mobility again in the time to come. Bless his wife and family. Meet their needs at this time too. Remember others that we've been mentioning for prayer tonight. We lift them up to thee in the congregation or connected to it. We pray for those uh, waiting on treatments. Lord, let us know each situation. We commend each one to thee. And we pray, Lord, that you would step in uh, to these situations and answer prayer. Remember, O God, the meetings on the Lord's day. Pray for thy servants who will take up thy word, that thou will fill them with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, for the harvest uh, that will be uh, gathered in, and we thank thee for all that has been done in the material sense. But Lord, we pray for the spiritual harvest, that even souls will be brought into the congregation under the sound of your word this coming Lord's day, and hear words whereby they will be saved. Undertake, Lord, and bless we ask of thee. Father, we pray that your presence will be here in this congregation continually. We ask, Lord, that thou wilt undertake, Lord, and uh, strengthen uh, the, the leaders of the work. We think of the children's work as it resumes, the um, children's meeting, and uh, Lord, all of that work among youth, and we pray that you'll speak and save boys and girls and young people. Remember the Sunday school and that work too. We pray thy blessing upon it as it is ready recommenced. And Father, we just pray that you will lead this church forward. Add new families. Add individuals to the church. And grant, Lord, that many will be the slain of the Lord in this very place and in the surrounding district. Thank thee for the mission held not that many weeks ago, and we pray uh, for those who heard then and were moved then and took literature then, and those who responded, uh, even the one who did uh, respond to the gospel. We pray that you'll lead them on with yourself. Bless the other missions, who that are, uh, have happened uh, or are happening even as we meet for prayer. Bless, O God, thy word as it goes forth, and may souls be saved. In these days. Remember our land and our nation in all its need. Lord, we pray for deliverance from our enemies. We pray, Lord, for the overthrow of the works of darkness, and that thou wilt cause thy blessing.
to be poured out at this time. We pray in Jesus' name for God's eternal glory. Amen.